Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Uh, okay, Rob Reiner, who do you yes. think should win Best Picture? Ooh. Who do I think? What are you on the spot right away? Uh, who do I think should win? Yes, who was your choice? Well, I was, I like others, I was very upset about uh, Selma not uh, getting the nominee because I feel that that was at least an important movie about a uh, real subject. You know what I thought? I like Boyhood, I like, uh, you know. But you know what I thought was the best one? What? No nominations, Nightcrawler. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It's creepy. Awesome. There were a lot of good fucking awesome with an awesome performance, yeah. and for, for whatever what Who's in Jake it? Gyllenhaal. Oh. It's and it says a lot about yeah. America. It's just it's there's you know, a lot of great I don't performances yeah. this year with not great movie. I mean, you know, Eddie right. Redmayne is sensational in theory of everything, but I didn't think the movie worked as well as it could have. But the, he was. Let, let me ask you about that. I watched that movie, mm-hmm. the, the Eddie, and it's terrific. Yeah. about Stephen Hawking. And all I could think, because we were talking about how, recently on the show, about how, like, you know, medical science, still a great mystery. So much is a great mystery in that kind of science. Much more than climate science, for example. And I thought, the whole time, I'm being facetious or flippant about this, but the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking, Stephen Hawking, every day, must get up and go, I can figure out the universe, and they can't fix this. That's right. Because yeah. they're not him. Hmm. But he can't even do it. He's not that kind of doctor. I think it just says a lot yeah. about the doctors were busy. The human body is it's still a complicated thing. But watch this Vice episode. They got good news <laughs> okay. about cancer. Okay. All right. All right. In a hundred uh, years, it'll probably all be done. A hundred? I cannot wait that long. No, God. you got to. No. You got to do better. Than <laughs> we got the drought happening. I know. Fifty years. <laughs> we got the thing. <laughs> hey, seriously though, if you, if money were thrown at climate change the way money is thrown at cancer there would be a different outcome. Yeah, look how they cured cancer. Really? Well, but people... No, but, but no, this but you can actually do something. My whole life they cured one thing, polio. In my that whole counts. life. Yeah. Right. I went to elementary school. school. They 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 nobody's yeah. making money off of that anymore. Right. You don't so they're not going to do that anymore. No. You can get a vaccine for polio. Right, yeah. so we don't get it. Same do you think technology is ruining our culture? No, it was already ruined way before that. Technology? What do you mean? The culture was ruined far before this technology. But you're famously anti-technological. I'm not anti-technology. I just you don't, don't have use a cell it. Phone. That's right. But it's not a political stance. It was just I have no. I never had a typewriter. I didn't have the old machines. It's a machine thing. So you count on somebody else to type your writing. Though. Yes. This begs the question that there was a culture to begin with. What and that's what I just said. Oh, he didn't understand when I said it. No, what I was the culture. <laughs> Where's the culture? Well, what I, was the I, culture? I think all of these forms of technology have removed the idea of gatekeepers in a way where there used to be the idea of a public square and a certain, everyone kind of listened to the same songs, watched the same movies, and technology is a tool. People can use it how they want, right? Yeah, but we've we've gotten to a point now where everybody knows everything about everybody at all times. and there was a there's a great documentary if you ever see it it's called We Live in Public and it's about the guy who was like the, the who created before uh, uh, MySpace this was even before you know Facebook or any of these and he said Andy Warhol had it wrong people don't want to be famous for 15 minutes they want to be famous 
15 minutes every day. And so you have yeah. all the social media, which basically is all about, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And uh, we are now looking at each other constantly. And you've got people being able to hack into banks and steal a billion dollars or $80 million from ATMs. But, and everybody has access to everything well, now. And it's, it's not, to me, not You can create so the Arab Spring, too, though. Absolutely. Not all. Yeah, and look, yeah, what a, <laughs> what a resounding that success well, that was. Or, or <laughs> We're not done. Think of this idea of citizen journalism, too, which has definitely its faults, but this idea that you have a few people who control the narrative completely, whereas you can have people out in the streets contributing and generating something that otherwise wouldn't be out there. So well, more people can be wrong now. Well, well, it cuts both ways. Well, it's a get, tool. You, you can say, use it for good or bad. When you gatekeepers, yeah. you, it's, it, tell me a little bit more about that. What do you mean by that? Like b before when everybody wasn't able to weigh in, you think this is better now? I don't think it's necessarily better. It's different, which means there's going to be good part, things right. that are better now, and there's all obviously going to be things that are bad. I mean, I'm a journalist, and all the time I'm trying to figure out whether something that's being perpetuated and swept up in social media is actually true and legitimate. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a little like the Saddam Hussein thing. The gatekeepers, a lot wrong with them, but, but it's still better than but, like what we have now. But they also might be stifling voices that are very legitimate and aren't being represented of, of that class. Like if you think of a class of editors, who are the people at the top, for instance, controlling media? Is that mostly well-to-do people? Are those people mostly white? Are they mostly male? So th this is kind of what I'm referring to as well. Well, in the internet, the skill you have to teach students now is how to sort through more information. But in general, uh, in other words, in the old days, you'd go to the library and look it up and you would find uh, the atomic number of rubidium and it would be correct. But now, or you look in the history book, and somebody had written the history book. And that, but now, there's literally millions of sources of history, and so the student, the kid, everybody has to learn to sift through that. This, I just think we're living through a transition. People will get used to people. Right. Uh, but I think, this I, I think we're <laughs> yeah. less informed now than we were. Yeah. I believe I that. Think, I don't think I, we've really learned how to use technology to our best advantage as a culture, as a society. I think that's what we're waiting for. We're still, as adults, we're still kids with technology. Was the Encyclopedia Britannica better than Wikipedia? Well, I, think I would say yeah. analysis that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I got to disagree, kids. Sorry. Really? Really? Wikipedia? Well, better? Wikipedia. I'm is, not saying more accessible. We get it that no, no, Wikipedia no, is that easier. But more, more is accurate? Continually being updated. And a lot, so it, right, but certain a lot facts more and are stable. That's, isn't that true? Certain facts are stable? I mean, there's guess. certain things Tomic that are stable. Science, for instance. Yeah, yeah. You know, but science is changing all the time. Of course. Yeah. Everything can be challenged yeah. at, at, in real time. And should be. Well, look, All right. look, we're on television now, or we're on the internet. Before we were on television, and Fran, even though you don't have a cell phone, I've heard of them though. You know, I know you've heard of them, <laughs> but we're on. We're on, a camera is taking our picture at an average of 17 to 18 times a day. What? Yeah, whether it's in a store right. or a place you go, you're on camera. People oh, are course. seeing you. So well, this is one reason why crime is down. They can see you doing everything now. Yeah. It's in the park. Yes, and they still do it. After every crime, they show you a movie of the crime. Right. Okay. Yeah, but, but, that, but the, <laughs> right. the crime changed. The crime has changed. You don't, it's not about going to the store and stealing something. It's about using hacking. the tool of the Internet right. and hacking and stealing That's why stuff. street crime is down. It's so 1998 yeah. to rob a bank. <laughs> With a gun. Right. You don't yeah. need to. All you got to do is hack into, the, in, into exactly. the bank account. Oh, yeah, yeah. You okay. got to take uh, Internet security seriously.
You can't just use your no. dog's name for a password. You got to right. get in there. You got to take but, responsibility. But, but think about this for a second, Bill. You, you, you know, all these big multinational corporations, they hire people to hack their systems so that they can develop software sure. to prevent hacking. And they get the most sophisticated people to do. Who says that those people are not going to be criminals and well, do so things? So, you know, I mean, how many, yeah, how do you how know? many short stories are written about the safe cracker hired to crack the safe? Yeah. Okay, this, it's the same. Yeah, it's yeah. But, but, but now it's really scary because they have access to everything. Well, this, so you got to be even more careful. Okay, right. I'll, oh, do right. okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. Change your password, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be sophisticated about but, it. Will the Republicans' efforts to roll back Obama's executive action on immigration come back to haunt them in the next election. Well, it's probably not going to get them a lot of votes in the Hispanic community. It potentially could come back to get them. I mean, but if you look at the 2013 government shutdown, when the American public, that by a majority, blamed that on Republicans and everyone thought, oh, this is going to be their downfall in the midterm. By the time the midterm rolled around a year later, people kind of forgot. Um, so I don't know if that's still going to play out, but this could be a big problem for them because you know, after the 2012 election, when they had that autopsy, the GOP had the autopsy of what went wrong, which is a very lovely thing to call the document, the only policy recommendation within that is that Republicans have to do something on immigration reform. And this is still a big problem for them and a big issue. It's well, they not- are doing something, they're just doing the opposite of what they should be doing. Right. Well, and there are people within the GOP who <laughs> they're, they're are interested in immigration. They're interested in stopping it. Well, there are people in the GOP right. and lawmakers on the Hill who they're, they're, they want to do something on it. But the problem is, is when you have a bigger tent of people, you have a lot more diverse opinions and you have a lot of people on the very far right and also conservatives, hardliners on immigration who don't want anything to happen that could be perceived as amnesty. We, we those are primary those people. We when, should deport those people. But you're going you're gonna to find that, that the, the lawsuit that they filed, that federal lawsuit, is not, it, it was ruled on a procedural issue, and, it, and, and it's going to make its way through the courts, and they're going to lose. I mean, Obama's going to win, I believe, on that, because it's like Obamacare at this point. They're trying to stop Obamacare. They, they, they file a lawsuit, and at a certain point, you got 11 million people signing up. So what's going to happen to those 11 million people? You're going to just, all of a sudden, they're going to lose their health care? It's, it's a practical disaster if the courts rule the other way. And I think it's going to be a disaster for the Republicans if they don't decide that, that, that this is something they should be doing. The problem with this, though, is that it's an executive action. It's not a law. I understand. So if this gets delayed and all of these immigrants right. who are waiting to do this and get this protection aren't actually able to, this also affects Obama's legacy. And Democrats could take some of the and blame as well. Getting to the point we were making before, you said they had an autopsy. They did, right after the election. And I remember Bobby Jindal said, the Republican Party has to stop being the party of stupid. I'm not paraphrasing. Yeah. Those were That's his what he words. Said, yeah. Yeah. There's no volcano. But he doesn't abide he by this himself. ran back to stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ran back to stupid. He's with, comfortable at stupid. Well, the party is comfortable. Yeah, they're very there. comfortable. It's a very so, nice. So, guys, what if we read? If we were able to redistrict uh, voting districts? Well, there will. Yeah, in, that's in, a big in, thing. In two thousand, that's two thousand twenty. Would that keep be. absolutely? Would it change things? Of course, yeah. they don't have to cater to minorities because there are no minorities in their district. Exactly. What if Abraham Lincoln had let the Confederacy go? Because wow. that's the red states, okay? Right. When you look at that election Absolutely. map, that's the red states. Always, you yes. know, and who's so eager to keep them? You know what? Go. Jeez, man. I'll drive you to the airport. <laughs> 
You know, <laughs> some of my best friends, as they say. Yeah, I'm in the South all the time. It's not like that in the cities. I mean... No, it's a whole nother. I, I played Birmingham, Alabama last year. I played Mobile, Alabama. I was just in uh, someplace in Georgia. Oh, May, uh, uh, Macon, Georgia. When you, it's, not a, it's not a regional thing. It's a city-country thing. When you're in the cities, they look... At least my crowd looks like anywhere else in America. But it's a city country thing in the South, but not, for instance, say in Connecticut. No. Okay, so <laughs> no. there's a Southern no, that's, aspect that's to this. Come right. on. I know, but come on, we can't let the South go. We have to. We have to bring them along. I admit they are bringing up the rear. I mean, <laughs> did you see our basket full of NASCAR? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, panel. Thanks. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.